Hey everyone, and welcome to our new show on the Brutally Honest Network, Streaming for Gold. And what this show is about is it's about basically recapping any new music that came out the week prior. Um, in this case, this episode, we're doing a 2018 end year review episode to kick off the new year uh, because New Year's is in two days, well, from when we're recording, I guess. But New Year's is going to be coming pretty soon for you guys. So, Happy New Year! Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we're here today talking about the best albums of 2018, and I'm here with the co-host, Justin. I am Justin. And I'm Evan. And welcome to Streaming for Gold. And so I haven't really followed, or uh, let me just, I have like Spotify syndrome. So like what's, I, I like to call Spotify syndrome is it's that new music comes out so often that I get lost in how much music comes out. And then I like to spiral. So like if I'm at the gym and I like something, I'll look up something else and kind of go off of that and find something that I never knew existed. And my whole release schedule gets skewed. So going into 2019, I'm gonna get better about my release schedule and figuring out what is actually coming out. And basically we're gonna recap things that you otherwise would lose in the world of Spotify and streaming. I will say that one of the things I did to make my 2018 easier was uh, starting in, I think, September. I started to make, every time Release Radar came out on Spotify for me, I added anything I liked from that Release Radar or I found to a monthly playlist and made a new monthly playlist every month. So leading into this month, I, I know every month everything that came out. Yeah. So when I was making this list, all I had to do was go back into those albums and be like, what came out then? Yeah. Was it worth adding to? And that's how I kept track. Because I have the same thing. I, I will go through... 500 songs a week easily Five, right. like 300 new artists every week i don't right. care like i'm just i'll playlist it randomly so i have a different system i will when something comes out on fridays every fridays i'll take albums and i'll just make new playlists and then i'll just every time i'll go through my playlist i'll just listen to whatever i haven't listened to and if it sucks gets removed if i like it i leave it um and if I really like it, eventually I'll change the name to the actual album name because for some reason my mobile Spotify doesn't let me automatically name them as the albums anymore. Mobile Spotify also is really bad about letting you delete tracks or playlists, so I forget. Yeah. It's like, if it, it could be garbage for years, I'll forget to delete it from a playlist, so. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks Mobile Spotify, you're great otherwise. My but. singles list is like 80, 80 songs from like three years ago, and I'm so bored of all of them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've listened to any old stuff up until Christmas time. Yeah. Around Christmas, I get nostalgic. I'm like, what happened this year? And then when we started the show, what happened this year? Yeah. So I went back and visited a lot of stuff. I'm going to try to recall everything I can. Good luck. And let's just start with your list this week, and next week I'll have a list too. So we'll just kind of play off. I, I do want to start with what I think was my favorite album of 2018, because I'm just going to start off strong. doesn't even matter. It's right. definitely a Boys of Falls Better Moments. Uh, it's on Invogue Records. They, fuck. <laughs> what? I just forgot how to talk about this album. Well, just tell them what it's about, or tell them what it's like. So, so this band has evolved into a very poppy R and B punk band. Yep. I don't know how to describe that better. They they have a song called Arson, which is pop intro, an R and B verse, a pop chorus a metal breakdown and then an R&B yeah. first chorus outro and I'm like this blend of different sounds easily makes this one of the most interesting albums of 2018 yeah. everything else that came out was great 
But if it was, if it was, <laughs> terrible spoken. If it was like, say, the new Wonder Years album, like that was expected, I guess. Yeah. The, certain albums I expected sounds from this, I did not expect. So, yeah. Hats off to Boys of Fall, Arson, Heartbreaker, two very good songs, very very different songs. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce back with what I can recall yeah. as being one of the best albums of the year. Or I'm just gonna throw out albums that were good. Yeah. That I liked. Yeah. Because I don't have a list for 2000. We did this differently. I just didn't have like a. <laughs> I didn't. I. I don't know what technically came out in 2018 to be considered album of the year because we get bombarded with so much music that like I really like it's, I listen to a lot of stuff. It's great if it came out in the last two to three months of 17. Yeah. It means it charted in 18. So uh, I think that counts. Okay. Not that almost anything comes out in December. Only more confusing. Yeah, because you don't even know when anything came out. Right. So, right. Good luck. So I'll, I'm just going to say that Eminem's album Kamikaze this year was a pretty solid album. Um, I it, was, it, it gave me a lot of replay time. You know, it was definitely solid. It was more like new Eminem than old Eminem for sure. But it brought back a lot of his lyricism. If that makes any sense. That album brought back what made Eminem such a good rapper. Yeah. Was just his ability to just push buttons and push boundaries. And yeah. God, 2017, 2018, since 2016, we've been so soft. Yeah. And without proper, really vile diss tracks. Well, come on. Rap is like, rap is so vulgar. But it's terrible now. It's vulgar, but it's like syrup and lean. It's not. Yeah. It's not like what Tupac's hit him up was. Like no. Like this. Like Kamikaze's not quite as violent as Tupac's hit him up. Right. But it's as forward in your face, like name droppy as that. Right. And and good. We needed that. We needed some shit. MGK's career just went. He's in Bird Box for fuck's sake. I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, but when he drove away, I was like, they decided that he sucked. If he's killing off trash rappers, I'm in. Yeah. Not like I never disliked MGK, but you know, if he wants to fuck with Eminem. (laughs) So to add to that album, Joyner, specifically Joyner Lucas's track on that, on that album. Yeah, Lucky You. Lucky You was, it charted like ridiculously. Oh yeah. So good. Joyner Lucas is local to Mass, so I've actually worked in a couple mu- music videos Buster. with him. Yeah, and uh, he's been Buster. killing it. You know, he's been driven. He's been putting out good stuff, and the filmmakers behind his videos are kicking ass. He's a remarkable rapper. He's definitely been eyes to keep on 2018. Definitely eyes for 2019 when he drops his collab with Eminem. Oh yeah, for sure. Is that going to be a complete collab? I, I think it's a collab album. Not mm. sure. Shit. Correct me. That whole team that's making their videos is blowing up. Oh my god. Yeah. The Lucky You video was so good. Yeah, it was that was so stupid, but it was good. That was actually Eminem's camp, I found out. Oh yeah, for but sure. But it was it was awesome. Yeah. But it was still good. Yeah. And then his his track The Fall, I liked that one a lot. Kamikaze, the title track blue, in my opinion. But you gotta have one. I don't I don't even remember a lot of the track list to know what was a floppy song on that. Yeah. Everything had its own weight. I think everything was... There were some songs that felt like they were B-sides to Relapse. I think it was Relapse. You'd be careful calling a song a floppy song when Eminem has songs like Ass Like That. One of those songs here, you destroyed (laughs) YouTubers, so we're next. We're on that. Yeah. He came for us. Whatever. So. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, What's next on your list? So I have a pretty long list, but I'm not about to play that game. I'm just going to pick out some of the... Some of the better stuff. I think... Yeah. So there was a hidden band from Maine called the American Classic, and I want to put them out first because 
nobody's talking about them. Nobody yeah. knows who they are. Uh, the bassist of that band is from Half-Hearted Hero. Again, I don't know if anybody would even know who that is. I've heard you mention them. That's about it. They're so good. They're they're another like poppy R&B band that's that's doing something really good, really yeah. weird. They're also just repping Maine, which I think is cool. Yeah. There's not enough acts that come out of Maine in northern northern New England. Uh, two songs. Ch- they're on opioids. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> they only really have two songs. Well, the, the it's an EP of like four or five tracks, but Waiting Room and Losing Years are two very different songs. One's a very fast-paced guitar track, mm. and the other is just kind of a poppy sing-along. Yeah. And yeah, that that's just what makes a good EP, and I know they're recording something new that's going to come out soon, so I, I check out for the American Classic. They're up there. Yeah. I'm going to counter you with, and I know I'm sticking to rap right now, but like I'm going to counter you with one of the weirdest rap albums that came out this year by Rajay Snow. You, so you spell it R-E-I-G-G, nope, J-J-E-S-N-O-W. And it's Dear Annie. I feel like you showed this to me. I might have, but I've been playing a song literally called Charlie Brown, whose lyrics are, lyrics basically say, I told your mom to come down on the street and lick my balls. <laughs> yeah. <What>? So you, <laughs> you've got to check this song out. At least this song. It sounds objectively awful, but... You know, maybe the beat's good. It's like it's like super poppy, super poppy rap, where the lyrics are actually good. He has he is talented, but he has a couple songs that he's like, "Fuck it, I'm my lyrics don't mean anything." It's 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 great. It's just it's such a poppy song, and it's like a summer song. It's the song I would roll my windows down to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think any rap made my list. Yeah. No, no rap made my list this year because I didn't... Eminem would have, but I felt that was kind of a cliche album to, to put on for me. Yeah. It's not genuine to what I like to listen to. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of rappers didn't put out great total albums. Yeah. And that's kind of where I made my list from was was bands and artists that put out complete great records. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to make a list of like... Like the early '90s, early mid '90s, early 2000s, where it's just like this single's great. Let me buy this album, and then yeah, it sounds atrocious. It's yeah, one hit wonder, good. So yeah, well, yeah, Eminem's album, like I said, wasn't the best, but like no, but it, it was good. Trying to recall the best ones, it's it's kind of tough sometimes. No, no, yeah, yeah. no. I, I think Eminem's Kamikaze's up there because it, it changed a little bit of the climate. Yeah, you, you're looking at like the mumble rapper views on YouTube, and they're just they're dipping enough. Yeah, because Eminem just kind of was like, you guys are dumb. Like, why are you loving this trash? I know, but I wish I would. I don't know what the problem is. There's, there's something. I think it's like ironically funny, and and I don't know where the line is drawn with like kids that are, you know, it's just in it, high school and stuff like that. It's just the industry changing to, to now it's focusing more on beats than it was lyrics. But the beats aren't great either, because the beats are always better. I mean, I hate six nine, whatever that shitty rapper is. Yeah, but. If you just took his voice out of the mix and played those beats, you you want to punch people to them. They'd probably be okay. Like, they have good beats. But then he talks, and you're like, eh, you should have got shot. He's, okay. he's not going to be talking too much. No, no, he's a prison bitch for a very while. Yeah. For a very while. Unfortunately, probably good. allowed to release music from prison, which is ridiculous. <laughs> there was a rapper but, that released an album through a phone. There's been a few, but there was one that did it. There's been a few. Um, Sometimes it's good. Gucci Mane did it. <laughs> I think he supposedly recorded a whole Forget album on like a like a ghetto ass recorder. 
And I'm pretty sure Earl Sweatshirt did it. Which, speaking of, his album came out this year in blue. I didn't even care. He's not relevant. It was so bad. He's been gone for so long that he's no longer relevant. I guess he was in prison. Was he in prison? I thought his parents sent him to a reform school or something. I don't know his story. Because honestly, I fucking hate that group of kids. Hmm. I I, I don't think a lot of them are good. Tyler Tyler the Creator was good for a little while, but... Yeah, then he kind of got He's still okay. He's just... Getting tired of seeing his weird interviews, and that's like the thing people enjoy most about him. Apparently he's married to... uh, Smith. Jaden Smith. That's a weird flex. Married? Married. To Jaden Smith. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> it's like, Jaden Smith's album came out this year. Didn't weird like segue. It. Didn't like it. I know you loved it. No, I no, know. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Look, no, no, no love. Uh, yeah. It was... It was okay. Yeah. I don't think Will Smith would have been proud of it, but... No. But that was good. But that is not what my next album is going to be. Although Will Smith pretending to be his son in the same identical music video was hilarious. Will Smith's YouTube career is amazing right now. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, um, so you're up, right? Yeah. So, next album's Bad Rabbits, Mimi. Woo! Didn't, didn't really dig it too much. I gave it a shot. And you I were so wrong. Oh, the song Mysterious comes on and you just want to do the fuck. There's no better way to word that. Like, yeah. like, so this is probably the first album Bad Rabbits has done. Yeah. Where they've been kind of true to R&B culture. True. Uh, that's going to be a weird thing to say, but like a little more true to black culture where he actually kind of says the N-word more. He's they, yeah. they never say it in their music yeah. previously. They've tried to be kind of a more middle ground band. Art, yeah. Art, yeah, band. And this one, they, they've kind of just delved into what they probably should have always done. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's it's just better. It's just very good. I still love yeah. all their old stuff. I love Stick Up Kid. I love, um, I think it was American Nightmare was that last album, which was dark as fuck. So yeah. good. But but Mimi is just R&B bliss. Mm. And then the song F on the J-O-B is just hilarious. Because it's literally about sexual misconduct in a workplace of a dude just not quite getting what he's doing wrong. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Kind of funny. Yeah, Bad Rabbits is definitely an album to have listened to this year. I'll check that out. Yeah, um, you should go I, back to that. I have something a little interesting that I found, or a little bit, a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, I have to pull up the name because it's not someone I would normally expect to listen to. Um, only problem is Spotify sucks, so it on my phone it labels everything incorrectly. So, oh, well, let's start with this one. Um, I, another rap album. Um, I really enjoyed um, Whit Lowry's I Could Not Plan This. I don't know if anybody anybody would listen to that. but I feel like I know what it is. He's another white rapper. Tom McDonald's my favorite white rapper right now. Yeah. Easily. He's just making the most fuck you tracks ever. Yeah. I don't know. Have you listened to him? Tom no. McDonald? No. I like, I'm like in the camp of like... Like Whit Lowry and Justin the Stone right now for white rappers. I don't know if you know. I Justin love that this Stones. is a genre, white rappers. It's it really is though. <laughs> like they they sound similar ish. Yeah. I don't know if every white rapper sounds similar. Yeah. I think Tom McDonald sounds a little more. You know he's a white rapper because what he's talking about, all the subject matter is is pertinent to him being a white rapper. Yeah. But. But yeah, his style is very kind of old school rap, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know Whit Lowry enough to, to comment on that. Yeah, no, no. Mm. 
Eh, we'll counter with another one. I'll find the one I was really looking with, looking for. If we're gonna keep going, um... Okay, I guess Hot Mulligan's Pilot is easily an album that, that's my top five of the year. I, don't, I haven't made this top five, I just know it in my soul. It's in the yeah. top five. Um, but their song names are so fucking wild that I I can't remember the lyrics. Like, if I say a song name, I don't know the lyrics to the song off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, for instance, one song's called All You Wanted by Michelle Branch. Interesting. Yeah, weird move. Weird Another cover. one's called How You Know It's Not Armadillo Shells. Weird. But I ended up seeing them live a couple weeks ago, got real drunk and had a heart-to-heart with their singer. Yeah. Ooh, God, such a nice guy. Such an awesome band. So good live. But this album's just so... It sounds like one of those punk albums that was recorded in like a one track yeah. in a room. So you get that kind of real feel from the instruments. You feel like... You feel like what they're playing, they meet, they they're meaning to play it. I was gonna say, if that makes sense. I was gonna say the polar opposite of that, and I was gonna say like lightning bolt. <laughs> Complete polar opposite, because that's all just noise. But it's. Great. I guess that's fair. No, it's not noise. It's definitely it's it's definitely not. Monot- it's like Monotonics, which is an Israeli band that is banned from Israel. They're, Israeli they're band banned from post-hardcore Israel. post-hardcore band. Yeah, that sounds about right for Israel. Yeah. Yeah, fitting. Yeah, no, Hot Mulligan, just, their lyrics are also just, they cut. Yeah. They cut at things that you're like, I thought I buried that hurt years ago. Yeah. I, I didn't, apparently. You said those words and now I'm back. <laughs> Give me another shot. No, but yeah, that's a great album. So I'm going to counter you. This is going to, this is like a rap for a punk, <laughs> pop punk episode. <laughs> I'm going to throw in a weird one soon. Real weird. This one, this one is a rapper that you need to... People need to know who he is more so than the album he just put out. Um, Khan. K. Yeah, Khan's so good. Oh, you know him? Yeah, Khan. Okay. So his album this year, Subtle Meditation. Sub, subtle? Subtle. 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 Wow, sorry. Um, I've had a little <laughs> bit of Long Branch. No, uh, we're not sponsored. No, we're not sponsored. <laughs> we're not sponsored yet. I don't know Can't that I want them to sponsor us. Why not? We, we deserve better whiskey. But single barrel anyway sorry subtle meditation solid album it's seeing Khan with the same lyricism but kind of returning to like almost 90s New York feel hmm. he's the one that did the the fast rap god remix yep like he's a fast rapper he's super fast yeah, yeah. yeah. okay I re- I'm remembering Khan now yeah he's great like better than I was before I was like yeah I know Khan yeah no yep yeah that's good that's good turn over to you uh... So first, I was gonna give this a shout out to Nicole for a Star Is Born's soundtrack. <laughs> the Star Is Born it's soundtrack. A, it's a little like like I want to shout me like that's her favorite album of 2018. But yeah. really, it is a really good album. Yeah. It it's like I don't care how you feel about Lady Gaga. Yeah. But somehow Bradley Cooper's voice is a mint. It's oh, it's that movie. It's that movie. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm so no, sorry. I'm, I'm so not sorry. even gonna touch that one. It's okay. It's okay. It's, I just, I didn't see it, so I can't say. I, I haven't seen the movie yet either, which uh, I'm kind of mad. It comes out on DVD in like February, but yeah. I mean, it's a remake of a remake of, of like a remake. It's not like we don't know the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was a very good album. Very so, sad. I get a good counter to you, and this is gonna be one that's uncharacteristic of oh, me it's in not general. 
Oh. Yeah, it's not rap. It's Ooh. Kelsey Ballerini, unapologetically. Very solid, uh, solid borderline country. It's more of like a poppy country album. So like, I hate country, Too and Swift. I always say that. And like, and Taylor was like, "This is country." Not Taylor Swift. My yeah, girlfriend, yeah, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Why Taylor, <laughs> no, Taylor Swift was telling me the other day. No. Um, so my girlfriend was telling me that Kelsey Ballerini isn't actually country. I mean, no, she she, she was saying like he's she's country, and but she's, she's more she's like contemporary a poppy pop. country. Like it's not. There's a difference. Like I hate T Swift. I just it's not my thing. You gotta give her new song a, a repeat. I don't think I will. You gotta you gotta back up how you feel about T Swift on like a on a celebrity level yeah and listen to some of her newer songs yeah i swear to god all of her old songs are written by metal artists yeah because you go back and listen to some of those old tracks you're just like i just hear where a breakdown should be yeah. but they just did a pop bridge instead well if if music evolves in that way it'll be a great thing let me tell you is that's I like what i like to see i actually am starting to I, did, okay we're going down this tangent real quick some contemporary country i'm starting to like yeah, I, I did see a YouTube video by some creator. I can't remember if I find it. I'll link him because he—not that he deserves any more views—but yeah, he's got millions. He's like, "Why all new country sounds like shit?" It's like, yeah, it, it does. It all sounds the same. It's all that that like clap track shit. Yeah, but that I kind of like that because I hate country. Like I hate traditional country where it's like, "Oh my truck and my red solo cup and my fucking boots," and I'm like, I don't care about any well, of that's what you country, just said. And that's fucking dumb. And then there's Willie Nelson always talking about weed, so. Mm. That's a weirder country. That's like he folk country. He doesn't count. He's weird. He's he doesn't Willie count. Nelson. He's, he's, a, he's a gray area. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Newer country is not bad. Some of it. I was listening to Dan and Shay earlier. I hate my life. That's weird. <laughs> it's not bad. Let's go into. Uh, yeah, let's do like. Let's do two or three more. Two or three more of this episode. Yeah. Two or three more. And then let's talk about what we are looking forward to in 2019. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I only got like two more, I think. All right. So, yeah, we'll do two more each. All right, I got my two more, and then I might do an honorable mentions real quick. Yep. So I guess my next one is this wildlife's Petaluma acoustic out album. Do you know this band? I know them. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them live so many times. They are so good. They're the one that did the 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 originally the first thing they did is they did the Semp Eternal Bring the Meet Horizon cover. It was the first. One of the first things that got them a lot of notice. Oh yeah, okay. That their covers notice. got them popping on YouTube. Right. right. Um, that's what blew them up. That's not how I found out about them though. Yeah. I think one of the first things I came across was, well, what what I thought was the first thing I came across was a song called Puppy Love, which yeah. is so cute. Oh, I think I've seen it. It's such a cute song. <laughs> it makes you want to fall in love, and then also you can't relate because most of us don't have shitty broke down cars. It's a reference to the lyrics. But, yeah, I think that was the first thing I heard. Then the covers, which I don't care about their covers that much. I didn't think yeah. that was their strong suit. Yeah. I think it was just cool that his voice made it work. Yeah. Um, Petaluma is really cool because it sounds like the most matured version of what they want to be. Yeah. It's, it's album topics are very specific and metaphorical. So, it's a thing. I mean, I guess, too, like, Hold You Here is really cool. West Side's... West Side's about distance. That's just... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a... It's a personal album. Yeah. Like, like I guess like Hot Mulligan, it makes you feel... Feels you don't really want to feel. I have something for people who don't want to feel great. things. Or if they just want to feel things that they don't <laughs> understand. And really loudly and angrily. 
Um, so, overgrown metal. You have to go to the Spanish rapper, <laughs> El Alpha, and his album El Hombre is probably the best Spanish rap I have seen. I've heard since um, like Control Machete and um, um, Old School Cypress Hill and Psycho Realm. It's probably some of the best Spanish rap that I can I can come up with. He's really he's really fast. He has a really iconic, unique voice, and he has a lot of features in his tracks. And he's just he's really talented. It's really it. I don't know understand the lyrics. I'm not I don't speak Spanish, but if you want to listen to like some nice Spanish rap and get your blood pumping at the gym or something, it's a strong album. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. This isn't gonna be a show about talking negative. So I got nothing but bad things to say about Spanish music for the most part. You gotta check them out. If, if it's that Spanishy style beat, like those Latin beats, no. It's la- it's some of them are Latin beats, but this guy's really talented, and some of the songs are a little bit different. I'd be willing so to check it out. It's not reggaeton. But the second I hear that, like, boom, 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 boom I'm like, fucking turn it, it off. It can be good if, you're, if your lyricism keeps up with the beat, it's good. That's the difference. I think even if it keeps up, but, like, they always mix. I think it's the mix. They mix them so that that's all you hear and feel. That's, that's not the way it is. And it's like, I don't want to do coke, so I don't want this beat. That's not the way it is. <laughs> I assure you. I, I, I'm going to believe you on that one. Yeah. Well, I guess this is my last one. Don Burgos Technology. Oh, that was a strong one. Don? I forgot about that one. It was so many tracks, though. 22. 21. It was like 21 to 23. Yeah. For sure. It was a lot. I remember so very little of that album. Yeah. But every song was so good on its yeah. own. Um, I got the blues written. So the two two songs I've written down, because I, I would only pick two for each album. Yeah. I wrote down the blues and then Come Out to L.A. And I... They're two very different songs from each other. But Come Out to LA is like, damn. Yeah. They just straight list said, fuck you to the music industry. Yep. And then wrote this super poppy song that should be on the radio. Yeah. It, it's Most weird. Most of their songs should be on the radio. Some are. Yeah. Yeah, I have a fun story about meeting them. Yeah. With you. I was with you. You Where their guitarist ran up to me and asked for a picture with me. No, I'm not famous. <laughs> they did? Yeah. Remember when we were at the Mezcal? In a Worcester? Oh, you're totally right, because you had a shirt on in their favorite band. Yeah, I was wearing a Lost for Words shirt, and uh, yeah. their, their guitarist runs up. He's like, my best friend's like Maddie. I'm like friends with Maddie. Let me get a picture with you. And then he did. Hmm. Their lead singer took a picture of me and their guitarist, and I was like, this is a weird moment. Cause and I, you were just talking about how they were there, and, and you didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, shit, they're right there. They're like, like if I'm looking this way, like they're like right where Evan is. Yeah. And... Yeah, I don't know. That was a wild. That was, that was a cool. cool. Time. But they put on such a good show. They do. They, they, they're surprisingly good. Just like the, the show they put on is better than the, their their music's <clears throat> fantastic. But that's not what I meant. Their no, show, I know what you mean. They put on such a good show that it doesn't really matter. Some bands could be very like you don't want to listen to them on album, but you see them live and it's just life changing. Yeah. I feel that I best. I think the best way to describe Don Brocos is maybe if you feel this way about Enter Shikari. Yeah. Like. A lot of Enter Shikari songs are, yeah, okay, they exist. Yeah. They're a cool band. I love Enter Shikari, but uh, a lot of their stuff's throwaway to me. But then you see them live, and it's it's a show. That's probably a different They are experience. showmen. I can't imagine listening to Meltdown live. I haven't yet. I, I saw them at the the Middle East, I think. Yeah. No, not the Middle East. Paradise Rock Club. Yep. The long venue. And their singer, Roe, 
fucking climbs up from this amp stack yep. to the second floor and starts screaming as running around the upstairs. Yeah. The upstairs of it. And I'm like, this is the most insane set ever. Like, security's assholes are tight as fuck. Yeah. Because they don't know what to do with him. Yeah. And, yeah, if you've never seen a Shikari, you gotta do it at least once. Yeah. Um, but... But otherwise, meh, they their thing. But yeah, Don Broco. Yeah. Technology. So I'm going to counter you with one of my weirdest picks of the year or of all time. I mean, I picked A Star is Born. I'm pretty weird right now. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pick things that like <laughs> I saved because they were different and, and yeah, yeah. strong. Um, so one of the things I saved that I can't delete from my Spotify because they're so interesting and so good is a band called LP put out an album called Heart to Mouth. LP and, from Run the Jewels? No, no, no. LP as in like a long playing, like a long playing. Oh, thank like you. L, the letter P. Not E-L dash P. Oh, okay. okay. LP. But there was a fart. <laughs> it's my phone, guys. It was a fart on the table. Yeah. So <laughs> LP's heart to mouth. It's more of like a kind of 60s meets 80s mesh of weird rock fusion yeah, it's strange yeah i know it's so the best way i can explain this is it meets the voice of someone like robert plant like a really great strong uh metal voice maybe don't send this to me no this is fantastic <laughs> and then it blends like more of like a softer garage rock style music so it's a, it's like a garage rock mix, but like the vocalist is really strong. So it's like it's almost like the Bonniewell Music Machine from the '60s. If anyone knows them, also just called the Music Machine with uh, Sky Saxon, the, the uh, singer. If anyone knows them, um, just a nut is another garage rock band style that had a very talented singer. He has more range than the type of music he's playing, and he uses it. Mm. All right, send them to me at some point. Yeah. I'll check them out. It's the best way I can really describe it. I'm probably not describing it correctly. I mean, going into this, I knew... I, I mean, going into this... I bleh, I did mine thinking it was going to be a year-end yeah. of like my top album, so I didn't pick the weird, obscure stuff. I yeah. picked just what I thought I would listen to again down like years later. Yeah. You just went like, weird. Well, see... Which this- is fine. This so eventually this show is going to be every week in 2019. We're gonna do like a what came out the prior Friday that we liked, what we didn't like. Um, that way we can kind of stay on top of things because I am a different type of Spotify listener. Whereas I listen to something and if I like it and it's not above like out of this world, I'll generally delete it from the playlist and forget it ever came out. That's kind of the music world we live in right now, where there's so much out there that not only people don't know where to turn to get all of it, but there's so much that when you do get bombarded with it, you kind of have to throw some of it away, which makes it even harder for musicians to make any money. Uh, okay. No, a, a beautiful counter to this is um, something that Spotify does that other apps don't do is they tell you when bands are playing shows near you. Yeah. And they also will help you sell merch. Yeah. So these are two really good ways that help bands re like get revenue. Yeah. I've seen more kids at shows in 2017, 2018 than I did any year previously since the mid 2000s. Mm. And and I it is I I this isn't a fact. I just think there's a correlation between Spotify and streaming music and more smaller bands 
yeah, more smaller bands getting more attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to sold-out shows for bands that have, like, maybe 50 to 120,000 listens on Spotify. Right. But but because of that, they're getting more engagement with their fans. Right. And they're coming out to more shows. Right. You know, so... But it's harder for the startup musician. I think to a degree. Yeah. I think it depends on how they push themselves. It's yeah. it's It's definitely harder to, to bust out and be original. Yeah. And I, I'm starting to think, like... I'm, I've stopped caring about originality in music. Yeah. I, I've heard enough melodic death metal. I got it. It can be good sometimes. There's, that was just a specific reference, but I've heard a lot of insane stuff that's like, this is different, but different isn't always something I want to listen to. Sometimes a cool 4-4 beat and yeah. meaningful lyrics is good enough to get me through the day. Yeah. Like, Wonder Years is one of my favorite bands. Their new album's nothing spectacular. Yeah. It's not like... It's not their best work they've ever done, but I think lyrically it's their most mature album they've ever done. And they're just... Yeah. They're doing what, the, what you expect from the Wonder Years. They're making a great adult growing up story I don't know yeah. weird flex about that too is um Dan Campbell from Wonder Years and uh Ace Enders from Thoroughly November's making an album about Friday Night Lights the show weird oh it's weird they're each writing songs about each episode of the series yeah and then they're just gonna release an album that's so bizarre it's just really like that it's show. so weird yeah I didn't even know about it. Well, I did know about it. It's just weird. There were, there were groups of people. So what are you looking forward to in 2019, if you know anything that's actually coming out? Or what are you hoping to see more of in 2019? Or hoping who, hoping who releases an album in 2019? Woo! Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward I'm, to Joyner putting out an album. Yeah, hopefully I'm, I'm definitely year. into Joyner. I'm kind of hoping M drops a new album. It, it, I think there are rumors that he might. Yeah. Um, Lord knows he probably has enough material. Yeah. There are a lot of rappers I want to release albums, but I can't remember any of them because yeah. there's so many. Um, every punk band released an album. Like, all the pop punk bands I like released an album in 2018. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to see shit till 2020. Yeah. I'm hoping Four Years Strong drops a new album. I think that's time. A Lost for Words is playing a 10-year anniversary of The Kids Can't Lose uh, in the spring, according to Maddie from the show last night that I was mm. at. So that's cool. I think I'm more excited for some shows. I yeah. said I was going to stop going to shows, but... Hmm. That's not... I have fun at shows. Not true. <laughs> yeah, it's full of shows. Like, I'm going to go to more comedy specials. No, those tickets are expensive as hell. I'm going to more comedy specials. For a fucking hour. <laughs> and if you go see Burt Pressinger, it's the Machine Story, round 75. Yeah, as the encore, you're still know, getting a whole... it's just weird. It's just, I'm so sick of hearing that story. Well, I'm going to enjoy having a fantastic time again. I'm going to enjoy going to so Worcester good. for no reason. No, you're not. I hate Worcester. <laughs> <laughs> if the Mezcal tequila bar wasn't at the bottom of that hill, yeah. I would hate Worcester even more than I already do. Yeah. But, yeah. God, that bar is so nice. Yeah. I now see why Joyner says he's from Worcester. Yeah. No, that's not true. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, for one, I can't say who I'm hoping for to put out an album this year besides Joyner. Nothing comes to mind. But I'm just hoping to see a continued output of more and more of every genre of music. I mean, I listen to everything. There's a ton of music comes out on Spotify. Despite it being really hard to be a musician these days, I feel like Spotify has opened the door for you to see a lot of new stuff. 
So it's it's interesting yeah. to be able to have access to everything for one subscription fee. So like th these days, and rather than like the, in the 90s where you had a CD player and whatever your mom bought you is what you listened to for a month, <laughs> I listen to another, a new album every five minutes. I remember getting um, one of those first 50 cent albums when I was like... Get Rich or Die Trying? Yeah, I think it was Get Rich. I might have been like 11 or 12. Yeah. <laughs> I remember bumping that shit. I listened to like, it. Like, it was so cool. I bought a bootleg in New York and Canal Street on a Hebrew school field trip, and we were listening to it in, in the bus back, <laughs> and people were playing Seven Minutes in Heaven and back in the porta potty in the back of the bus. That was my that was my 13 years old. And then I had my bar mitzvah, and I ran around with light sticks. That was my bar mitzvah. I grew up Irish Catholic. I just have guilt. <laughs> I just have a lot of guilt. Thanks, Irish Catholics. Yeah, no, Spotify's cool. They When they released your top songs of 2018, which was surprising to me, I, I don't know if any of you have Spotify and, and you saw your top songs 2018 list and you were surprised by it. I was. I said I listened to one, one, one band like over a thousand times. I'm like, when? Yeah. Was I drunk the whole time I listened no, to them? No, you left Spotify playing for days. Probably in your computer. I, I, I don't. I might. I might have. I've done it. But then they drop taste breakers, which sometimes Spotify knows what I want to listen to, gets it close. Taste breakers for 2018 was. It was interesting. It was weird. My thing is gonna get fucked up in 2019 because I just started using some of their, um, like their sleep help tracks. Oh, same. So now my thing's all screwed up. So now when I go to Discover, it suggests, like, gentle blowing trees when I'm at the gym. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's kind of a contradiction unless I hate nature. So it's a weird thing. <laughs> so, so for you, there's a podcast called Sleep With Me. Yeah. And uh, what is this? This guy just tells you incoherent stories yeah. in a kind of soft tone. And I f if, like, if I've had a night where I'm feeling anxious and I can't sleep, I'll put that on and... Five minutes into his stupid fucking story, I'm knocked out. Yeah. Because he's not telling you a story that makes you want to listen. Yeah. You're not waiting for a plot to build up. You're not waiting for anything. So that's cool. Because it was starting to do that. I was using sleep playlists and I couldn't... It was, it was fucking up my recommendations. Yeah. And yeah, I found a sleep podcast. So let's round this Weird. one out because one of our cameras actually stopped recording. Which one? That one. <laughs> But I guess I'm looking at you. So <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to Streaming for Gold. This is the first episode of our new series. It's going to be a little weird and rough when we narrow out everything down to what you guys want to see, what we can come up with. And also, I realized that I have no, no grips on what came out last year. So when we do further episodes of this, expect to hear about some of our favorites and some of our shortcomings or some of the music shortcomings that we've heard in the past week on Spotify. Yeah, our weeklies will be weirder, a little more. Definitely things that we probably wouldn't listen to on our day-to-day. -day. Yeah. Because not great, great shit doesn't come out every week. Right. Some cool finds do. That's why we're calling the streaming for gold. We're always hoping to find that, that next album of the year for us. Yep. But we always want your input, so please let us know what the hell you've been listening to. Um, link us your playlists. That'd be cool. And we'll link you know, ours. And let us know what you'd like to see in a music style podcast. Yeah. Let us know what you want to know about Spotify, what's coming out, or we can find some hidden stuff that we kind of dig up when we go to the gym or whatnot, or when we yeah, um, you know do drugs and 
and kill hippies. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, are we? Thank you for tuning into Streaming for Gold. We'll catch you next week. Yeah. Peace. Love you.